All right, I have begun to record. I have also begun to record. One, two, three. Hey, everybody. It's Thursday, and it is time for another Kingdom of Loathing radio show. With yeah. me, your host, Jick. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. Nice. How you been, guys? It's been a while since we did one of these. Sure has. Hot Stuff's been in a cave. It's been a sad sure cave. <laughs> cave of- we'll talk about your sad cave more on uh, Video Games Hot Dog, okay. which you can listen to later. All general interest funny stories saved for our A-material podcast, Video Games <laughs> well, Hot Dog. maybe our B-plus material podcast. I don't know. That well, we, okay. We did, it is only it. a relative. It is only in a relative to the solid D minus that this podcast usually is. I don't know if it's that. If it's that bad, I'd give it. I'd give us a C. Maybe a solid C, neither plus nor minus. A, mi- a middle C. Middle C. Yeah. I'd give us chopsticks starting just above middle C. C sharp. Yeah, let's uh, let's write this podcast in C sharp. Let's just write let's just write code to generate the data that this podcast consists of. It would it would probably be about the same amount of screeching and howling. Yeah, let's let's just find the part of pi that contains this podcast. Oh, yeah. Is C sharp just C plus plus except the pluses are moved so that they overlap? Oh man. Yes. Could yeah. Yes. Wow. Sweet. Huh. Wow. Interesting. It's probably not. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, maybe it is uh, hey guys uh, there was a question that was sent into the Monday show damn these ridges <laughs> you're, you're not into those those delicious ruffles ridges nope um, so, so sometimes uh, for those of you who are not familiar with the problem that I have with this uh, drafting table that, and that I use my mouse on yeah, is uh, <clears throat> there the there's a rubber top on it and it's kind of old, so it's getting sort of buckled uh, towards the edge, and so my mouse will run across these ridges in the rubber, and it will just make the mouse work sporadically. The closer I get to the edge of the table, damn these ridges! Yep, I say. <laughs> uh, so it's been a it's been a couple weeks of KOL since we did one of these shows. Did we've we have done a show with the three of us this year haven't we uh haven't we done we didn't do one last week because you were sans not being in a cave did we already release it but we did one the previous week we definitely we released one i think we might have done one we might have recorded one on like uh new year's eve there's a january 3rd thursday show so we we have talked about the many contributions of each of us to the content familiar yes of to crimbo i I, fuck we didn't give a shit about crimbo this year phoned the fuck in (laughs) um we were busy with that content familiar that's true. Uh, so somebody wrote, uh, who was it? It was a Jalalipop, wrote into the Monday show, what is your favorite type of cake? Huh. And uh, Mr. Scullin and I both answered, but I thought I would give you guys the chance. Riff, what is your favorite type of cake? Well, I don't generally favor cake because cake tends to be too sweet and rich for my taste, but I do like angel food cake. Put some, put some strawberries on that and some whipped cream. That's good stuff. Okay. What about you, Hot Stuff? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge cake fan either. I've... I've had some really You're more good of a cookies guy. Carrot. Yeah, cookies I like cake cookies good. way more. Is there a cookie cake? Ice cream cake? Like, these are not really cakes, right? Like, ice cream cake is just sort of like ice cream in a different package. Um, well, it depends on what you mean by ice cream. Sometimes ice cream cake is sheets of cake interspersed with sheets of ice cream. Oh, yeah. Is, ah, cookie cake would be 
right up your alley. Just yeah. a pile of cookies with a candle on top. <laughs> yeah, that would that the that might be tasty. Like, I, I kind of like I don't like the uh, the hard the hard cookies. I like the sort of like still still moist, chewy kind of cookies. Uh, um, oatmeal cookies. Uh, it depends. Yeah, oatmeal cookies oatmeal are good. Oatmeal raisin is a good cookie. What about a cake that was just an entire box of Oreos with the cardboard still on it, and then <laughs> frosted. And you, <laughs> you just saw a slice out of it, and <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, either that, or you just like hit it with a hammer, and then drink the drink the crushed up Oreos drink, out drink of one the of the Oreo holes. Guts. Yeah. What about the cake that's got the naked girl inside? That one might be pretty good. Oh yeah, you can saw a slice out of it and drink mm-hmm. the Oreo guts. Oh man, what if you had sushi with a naked girl hidden inside it, and then you it was served to you at one of those places where you eat the sushi off of a different naked girl? Huh? It'd have to be a pretty small naked girl inside the sushi, and yeah. maybe it's not so much a naked a really girl as like a sushi, a fish row. Is oh, there okay. is there sushi that you can eat on uh, Mardi Gras? Maybe it has like some sort of uh, hidden baby, a hidden plastic baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's just because of the uh, ship full of tiny plastic babies that went down in the in the South Pacific, and all of the <laughs> all of the Maguro <laughs> swallowed all the <laughs> all of the tiny babies, and it somehow got embedded in their muscles rather than stuck in their stomachs. Right, right. Fish are fucked up, man. All those tubes go everywhere in there. That's why no matter what, <laughs> you always need to wipe shit off of your fish, no matter what part of the fish it is. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have noticed this. I certainly I, have. I don't. I, I don't really look at my fish tubes. Yeah. You don't look at fish while you while you're eating. It. You just you, you like hold your nose and close your eyes and just swallow it whole. Exactly. Good. Um, crab cakes. Okay. Crab cakes are probably my favorite cakes. Your <laughs> hmm. urinal cakes. Um. Uh, so I, I was noticing when I was trying to figure out how to get the Skype app to call you um, that the thing where it the thing that causes there to be a fucking red badge on my home screen that I cannot turn off uh-huh. now that I have Skype installed uh, was a reminder about your birthday that came in one day too late. <laughs> um, oh. Hey, happy birthday. Yeah. And so now every time I go to do anything in Skype. It's like there is this rotating birthday cake next to your name reminding me of what an asshole I am for forgetting your birthday. Why, why can't but you then, turn that off? It's, I don't know. Did you click on it? Like, Because usually if I, you click on it, something, yes, I cert- okay. the I mean, cake will did go you, away. Did, did, you, did you try anything? Did you try literally the first thing that anyone would try if they were awake? Yes. Did you yes. try, did you make sure that it was, did you make sure that your phone was plugged in? Yeah, so I got, I even replaced my phone, and it was still there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the deal is. I, they might just have some off by one error, because it's like, if I get an additional thing that generates an alert, it goes up to two. Huh. So, I don't know. Maybe they're just like, nobody's going to use this fucking birthday feature on Skype. Let's just, like, not even test it. Okay, drinks are on me, Skype bros. <laughs> I imagine the guys who work at Skype are a lot of bros. You think so? They're probably like... You want to juice our pecs together at lunch? Yeah, bro. <laughs> juice your pecs together? Yeah. Ew. No, it's, it's like where you press your chests together and do jumping jacks until the sweat sort of combines into a river that intertwines like your two fates. I, California, man. Don't look at me. 
<laughs> huh. Did you see that wow. uh, I, <clears throat> Arnold Palmer did a uh, ask me Arnold anything? Palmer? Wait, was it Arnold Palmer or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Palmer. <clears throat> wasn't it? Or wasn't it Arnold from uh, from Happy Days? From Hey Arnold. Yeah, from Hey Arnold. I Was it Arnold? I don't actually it was know Ar- who, it was who Ar- did. was Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was kidding. Uh, okay. You didn't actually look at it. I was, I was hoping that you were going to make some sort of funny... Uh, terminator golf joke or something but no you didn't are you um like scratching a beard or just constantly unwrapping candy bars or something i'm not doing nothing huh okay well good um okay seriously what are you doing that is making all of that noise i don't know if it's coming through in the recording or not but i'm certainly hearing it riff are you hearing it yeah i can can it sounds like you're maybe shaking a container of tic tacs oh okay i was gonna suggest he's like running his hands through a basket of easter grass are you doing any of those things i'm not even moving so i don't know what you guys are talking about you're moving your jaw when i talk yeah but this is happening even when you're not talking is there a cat scratching your pop filter uh no there's a cat licking itself behind my monitor i don't know if my my microphone is uh sensitive enough to pick that up it doesn't sound like a cat licking kind of pattern because hmm. those are usually pretty regular you know that's like a this is, and then, then maybe there's some this is good radio guys piss spraying <laughs> or some projectile diarrheaing I need to get a new cat. <laughs> My cat doesn't actually do any of those things. I, I guess she does a little, she does a, a certain amount of puking. Hmm. It's sad, but it doesn't seem to bother her any. She's just like, eh, whatever, walks eh. off. I would, I mean, I would be sitting there like, Bleh, that give sucked. Me, give me like a minute and I can give you audio from the good microphone instead of my uh, on, on headphone. Instead of the one that's made out of like Chex Mix. Yes. Okay, I'm not actually going to stop the recording. No, I'm just no. going to mark it. Oh, you're going to mark it? Okay. Oh, no, you're so, oh, so you're saying don't even edit this out. You're saying let, <laughs> yeah, no, let the KOL is, listeners, this is how the magic we don't happens. care about, given, again, that this is our D-minus material. <clears throat> I mean, we got, we got, we've got important real podcasts to record. We need to use this, this bullshit podcast that we, neither we nor anyone else cares about, <laughs> as a test bed for yeah. things like plugging in different mics and seeing if they sound <laughs> like cats eating Tic Tacs. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's our warm-up show. We have to followed by our warm up figure dinner. out all the different funny ways we can think of to describe what Kevin's microphone sounds like. Uh, okay, give me one second. I'm gonna do some shuffling here. You're gonna unplug one thing and then plug in another thing. Sounds like the tide coming in on a beach of broken eggshells. <laughs> okay. How uh okay. how are you guys doing? Does that sound better? Oh, it sounds sound, different. You yeah. sound like a weird robot. Yeah, but you sound really nasally. There's no more crunchy stuff. Okay. I think that maybe, so I was noticing during our meeting with Chris Moyer today, which we also did over Skype, that I was like, wow, Chris Moyer's voice is like significantly higher pitched than it usually is. I think that sometimes on a particular Skype call, that that like streaming correction will kick in. Hmm. I've, I've especially noticed this when I, so I know that this is a real thing because like when I am Skyping with Mr. Skullhead, mm-hmm on the Monday show, he will play music and it will be coming through the microphone that is that is connected to my Skype. So I'm listening to music that has a consistent rhythm 
and the songs, the the rhythm of the song will speed up and slow down. Like it does, like if it loses some packets and then those packets catch up, it doesn't like play them in the order that it receives them. It plays them in the order that you would be hearing them. And so sometimes has to adjust the sound to make up for gaps. Wow. In the time or to give you, it's like, oh shit, shit, shit. We're suddenly a little bit ahead. So we need to like slow down the data that we're giving you to catch back up with real time. How okay. could it, how could it get ahead? Because it's because it has recorded a bunch of shit, it has more data to send you than there is time to play it at one x, right? Like it, it because has it been is collecting. Behind it is now. Yeah, it is. It has collecting. It is collecting data from the guy who's talking faster than it is sending it to you because the sending it to you is where the latency kicks in. I see. Right, and so it is. We're talking. We're talking like hundreds, tens, or hundreds of milliseconds here, but enough to enough for you to perceive it. Well, n- yeah, I mean, it, enough for you to enough for you to notice it speeding up. But I just wonder if there's something weird about that algorithm that occasionally makes people sound higher pitched than they really are. Sounds reasonable. Um, did you get? Uh, did you replace your broken internet with a helium powered internet? <laughs> That's that is possible. Uh, they is there a leak in your helium supply? They had to completely rebuild the entire back alley, so it's possible that they just, uh, instead of using like good construction materials, that they just put uh, a bunch of helium balloons back there to make it look like the back alley. Oh, oh. right. They just instead of using like boards right. to make a to make a scaffold, they just uh, took fish sticks and filled them with helium. Right. Why fish sticks? Because they look and are shaped like boards. Oh, yeah. okay. Sure. Right, but they're cheaper, especially you get the expired ones. Oh, like, man, yeah. nobody, nobody's going to charge you anything well, for expired fish sticks. I mean, most of them are filled with plastic babies from... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Man, that was Mardi a... Gras fish sticks. Yeah, the fallout from that accident is mm. going to last centuries. Yeah. You know, hundreds of years from now, there are going to be people like, oh, man, this fish is really old. How do you know? Still got tiny plastic babies in it. <laughs> Like, what? Are, have you had this in the freezer since the 80s? Also, this accident took place in the 80s. I don't know, man. When when was the real, like, golden age of tiny plastic baby shipwrecks in the South Pacific? Oh, hmm. Wow. Probably the 80s. Sure. I was about to say something about the Bermuda Triangle, but I was trying to think of what the Bermuda Triangle was called, and all I could think of was the Guinness Triangle. <laughs> really? Why are those two things? Why are those two things anywhere near each other in my brain? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. They're both. I mean, they're like uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not kind of things. I can I can imagine that sort of tying them together in your brain. It's like okay, oh, okay. Facts. So you're like Guinness, Guinness Book of World Records, okay. Bermuda sure. Triangle, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Okay, yeah, sure. yeah. That's um. So I mean, did the Bermuda Triangle win the Guinness World Record for <laughs> most supernatural rumors associated <laughs> with a triangle? Most most missing planes. Hmm. Um. All right, well, let's get to this forum thread and answer some of these fucking questions okay. from the fucking players. If we I love must. you, players. I love you, players. Um, Grimmy says, can you make it possible to save the Radlib messages that we send out, like, in a separate column, much like the pen pal kit? Um, I, this has been asked before. I'm surprised that it did, that we, do you, I don't, I don't have any idea how Radlibs work. I, I had very little to do with any of that. Mm. I, uh, I basically just filled... Word buckets. I don't know how it mechanically operates. I would have thought that when you send somebody a radlib, that it puts an outgoing K-mail in your box if you are set to save outgoing K-mails. Or is that a thing anymore? We got rid of that, right? And we made it so 
every outgoing message goes into your outgoing message box, but then after two weeks it clears it unless you save it? Yes. I think that sounds right. Sure. Um, you know what? Let's uh, let's send you a rad lib, Hot Stuff. Okay. Uh, okay, so I've given myself a rad lib. Now let's go into my... In- what's the button for inventory? The backpack? Oh my god, where is this? I have like you 50 things in my... I scrolled past it. What? It oh. oh, Jesus Christ. How can you possibly play this game with all <laughs> 30 of these items? There are like eight unreleased Avatar of Jarlsberg items. All those candy hearts. Yeah, all those candy hearts because I was trying to waste some MP to test something. Um, okay, the ad lib, the rad lib, the bad ta- chad lib. <laughs> An adjective. Chad. <laughs> Spelled with a J? <laughs> yes. A preposition. Near Chad. An adjective. Chad. <laughs> okay. Oh, Chad is definitely an animal. Oh, man. What are you going to put for a boy's name? Um, fire. <laughs> oh, man. Did I, did, hot stuff, have we lost you again? No, I'm just uh, bystanding. <laughs> okay. All right. A, B, C, D, J. This is the best rad <laughs> Okay, I'm going to send this to Hot Stuff. Okay. Uh, fill it in and send it. Okay. Very Chad adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Once near Chad a time, a Chad Chad Chadow named Fire <laughs> set off from his hometown of Chard in order to seek fortune. Unfortunately, he was soon chatted by a band of evil A, who put him to work B in their CD. Oh, so he was some sort of, like, blues singer, maybe. Uh, <clears throat> however, with the aid of EF and JK, he was able to K, and he K all the way home. K, but K. <clears throat> that was terrible, okay. guys. <laughs> okay, so now if I go to my uh, outbox. Hey, a man great you. Nope, it is not. It is not the what? Oh. Yep. Ah, well, so I'm surprised that that does not go into your outbox. That is weird. And uh, we should probably... Jesus. I mean, it's a different... We should probably fix that and start this podcast over. <laughs> no, this is great, man. Um, also, can the gift package messages be saved for a bit of time after opening them? I got one with a message that I had stored away for a while, and when I opened it, I clicked off the screen and lost the message. Oh, you know, if the K-mail... <clears throat> associated with a gift item has gotten deleted then it probably won't right update it and if it's been saved yeah. it probably even if it's been saved it won't update the saved version here's a goddamn thing don't like we had this clusterfuck testing do not open until crimbo I don't boxes know that it was a clusterfuck it was def- just it, it was, was a bit of okay humor. it was it was very silly because I was like, hey, can somebody test a do not open until Crimbo box for me? And I, Pants was like, sure, I can. And he's like, oh, I got a present from Eleron from last year, from, from Cirrus from last year. I'm like, okay. Can anybody who doesn't have a pile of year-old unopened Christmas presents for some <laughs> stupid fucking reason test this for me? And literally everyone was like, no, sorry, my inventory is full of presents from last year that I haven't opened yet. What, what is presents. wrong with people? People like having presents. If you open them, you don't have any more presents. You just have possessions. 
Okay. This is one of those weird things, like why pantsless was like everyone is going to hate the Jick Tower. <laughs> I'll never get my sword because the ability to get a sword is somehow better than having a sword. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. I guess. True Mortality writes, Hey, I just got back into KOL recently following a four-year absence. Yeah, I don't know either. Loving pretty much everything that's been added since 2008, although it's taken me a while to get up to speed with anything beyond spend adventures, get stuff, ascend, and even that was a bit new. Ascension revamp. Obviously, you've been spending some time uh, looking back through... No, so obviously, I have been looking, spending some time spending back look through donation items and limited content that I missed. Do you have specific plans for the sorts of items you make available? For example, in Mr. Store, do you have to look at a... Or do you have... Do you look to have a diverse spread of toys throughout the year? One or two books, four familiars, two items, etc. Or is it just a case of wanting to avoid having too many similar things in a row, meaning you'll end up with a broad range anyway? Do you find yourself holding back familiars, for example, if there was one last month or even the month before? Uh... Yes, <laughs> to all of the like this every every couple of years, hot stuff will go back and look through things. And so, like the reason that we did familiar equipment this month is because we there hadn't been any familiar equipment for like two three and a half years. years or something. Yeah, over right. three years actually. It was a long, long time. That was um, that was the, that was the the biggest outlier. Everything else had been something in that slot had been. Ha- in the no, the rotation within the past year and a half or so, and we do we do try to do like if we are thinking about a book, it is often the case that we will look at what kind of book has come out the least recently and figure out how to make it that kind of book rather than to like oh this is going to be a tome or whatever. Um, we yeah tend to try to not do two familiars in a row but if the only idea that we have is for a familiar and we had a familiar last month it's not like we're gonna not do it plus the familiars seem to do better yeah familiars and I mean everything does better than gear Um, also do you have any plans for a donation caster class weapon yes very soon Uh, one well I guess that's not a weapon no never (laughs) Uh, given that there is a ranged melee weapon from way back when I was playing for the first time, I was expecting to see one turn up eventually. Has it just never come up, or are the mechanics for the mist classes different enough that something like that wouldn't work or be any good? Well, caster weapons are chef staves, and I wouldn't want to do an item of the month that was a chef staff, because not yeah, everybody can be, equip it. Same as weird. doing a shirt item of the month. Uh, sorry if any of this has been covered recently. I just started listening to the radio show sporadically over Christmas. Well, welcome back, buddy. Good to see you back. Yeah. Quack says, what's, what's your favorite bit of writing you or somebody else has ever done, inside and outside asymmetric? You know, I'm pretty stoked about the Elf Man Crimbo fight. Crimbo Man Elf fight. That was pretty good. That was on really Scully's uh, on Scully's part. Mm-hmm. I really liked Riff's uh, Death Star stuff. Right. That was fun. Just that. Now bring me some dudes to kill. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um. What's your favorite question that you get asked repeatedly on radio shows? This one. Now, you guys, what what are your favorite what are your favorite bits of writing? I'll have to think about outside of asymmetric. My favorite. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really like Nabokov. Lolita is up there. I mean, I don't know what kind of like bits of writing means, right? Like David Foster Wallace yeah. has written the best essays that I've read. Uh, There's a, a trailer for Warren Ellis's new novel that has a, a snippet of it being read by Will Wheaton and illustrated by uh, uh, you, what's that comic book artist you like a lot? Ryan North. Ben Templesmith? Templesmith, yeah. Okay. And, it's, and that's a really good bit of writing. 
Is that a joke about how I don't like dinosaur comics? Well, it was a joke about it would be funny if the illustrations were just the panels of dinosaur comics. <laughs> yeah, because that, that is what I mean. Does Ryan? Nor- I think Ryan North does some other comics where he actually draws he, stuff. Right? He or might. Is I, that- I don't know. I, yeah. I don't. I don't really pay. Oh, he ton, does. Ton of to him. He doesn't draw. He does. He does the writing for the Adventure Time comic book. Right. You know. Uh, uh, MC Frontalate, MC Frontalate's man. I need to learn how to speak again. MC Frontalate's roommate uh, Meredith. Also, there was a there was a spinoff Adventure Time comic book series about the lady Fiona. Oh, um, that uh, that she does, and he was credited with something yeah. in the issue that I saw at Comic City Batman's, um, which is what we call Gotham City Comics. <laughs> it's not really what we call it. Um, Comic City Batman's is a out team of business yet? that I'm on with Nightmare. No, it is not out of business yet. It's only a matter of time. Uh, you'll be sad to note, uh, KOL Con attendees, that our plans to have the trivia and the concert at uh, Monsterland, um, both providing a much better concert venue than the one that we uh, build ourselves and saving us the many thousands of dollars it costs to build kind of a crappy concert venue, uh, because Monsterland has gone out of business. Mm-hmm. It's it's still in business until uh, Saturday, right? Yeah, there are three more days, so we could have KOL Con ten tomorrow. Okay, uh, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Get catch a you catch a red eye. Okay, um, I'll get the pink eye. Okay. <laughs> Uh, late notice uh, booking all of our contractors will uh, result in us really taking it in the brown eye. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm guessing that we, even if we wanted to put on KOLCon tomorrow, it would actually be impossible. Hmm. I, I mean, I nobody mean, there would could be another KOLCon like the first one. There could be KOLCon ten. Sit at the office and drink old root beer. <laughs> old root beer is um, that a feature of the first KOLCon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't have an office at the first KOL. I guess I did actually. There was a room that we both used as an office in that. Uh, in that house, but I think it had uh, wallpaper, uh, wallpaper border with little puppies scampering along a, <laughs> along a grassy meadow. Huh. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. That was that's that, uh, that explains your puppy centric adventures in the in the first few zones. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, it was like oh, and then uh, there's a belt. The whole border is a belt. <laughs> that, I don't even understand why somebody like. I do not understand. The series of events that led to that wallpaper border being on the wall of someone's house. Like, somebody had to choose that, Mm. right? Which I don't believe anyone (laughs) would do. Somebody who owned a store would have to choose to stock it, which I don't believe that anyone would do. Somebody who owns a wallpaper Wallpaper, border distribution company would have to choose to distribute it. So what you're saying is that this is one of the best acts of vandalism that you've ever seen because some some high school kids came in and like secretly put this up in a house uh, while it was being sold or something and uh, man it might not have even been wallpaper border it might have been hand painted by by uh, Banksy yeah <laughs> yeah I was going to say is it stranger that somebody bought that wallpaper and hung it on their wall or that a wallpaper artist tasked with designing wallpaper Man, designed that. Fucking wallpaper artist. That guy. If you had to imagine the saddest apartment <laughs> in the saddest, like, dystopian city, it would be the apartment with just, like, a single wooden stool. Like, the, the, the wooden stool 
just happens to be situated under the single rafter that goes across the ceiling <laughs> of this apartment as though just daring this guy. Seriously, you want to you go back to work tomorrow? You want to go back to work tomorrow to your job as a fucking wallpaper painter? Yeah, yeah. And the walls are completely blank because he can't bear to bring his work home with him. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. All he has is like an old school refrigerator. It doesn't have any shelves in it. Even that is just begging. Just get inside, man. Just get inside and pull the door shut. <laughs> he would put his head in the oven, but he can't afford the gas bill. <laughs> doesn't have a mirror in the bathroom. It just has a stack of razor blades. Ah. Just... Uh, it's, right, it's right above a gun store. <laughs> All right, guys. I, I think we have... We have written a play. We just need to we just need to flesh out the details. Uh okay, Dune is my answer. To what is the question? My favorite piece of writing outside of asymmetric. Oh, okay. okay. Although I the right the I mean the world building in Dune is a thing that I really admire. The right I mean the moment to moment writing yeah, is not It's kind of stilted. I wonder what is my absolute favorite. Uh, love song of J. Alfred Prufrock, like oh, in, in terms of just yeah. in terms of just like artifice mm. with language as the tool. Uh, I like uh, there's some E. E. Cummings, like some E. E. Cummings is kind of inscrutable, but some E. E. Cummings is incredibly uh, evocative, like breaking language to be more compelling. Yeah, I like I like Robert Frost. <laughs> Look out, birds. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, let's see. Also, I would like to, I would really, really appreciate a way to switch between stomach of steel and liver of steel, even if it cost me five fullness or drunkenness for a day. I, I know you would, but no. no. You gotta pick one for the run. And yeah. liver of steel is the one, right? Like, that's the default thing that you get is liver of steel. No. The only reason that stomach of steel is a thing is because of paths where you're not, you know, not allowed to drink. And I know it's better, but... It's not supposed to be that good, or it would have been Stomach of Steel to begin with. Uh, for the eighth year of Psychoses, I analyzed the forums as normal, but when I visited the unlocked area, as a really annoying whining noise comes out of my speakers. Is this normal? Yes. What? Uh, read any Pratchett yet? No. Also, play Deus Ex Human <laughs> Revolution so I can eventually get around to pitching an item of the month for Sneaky Pete. Uh, I mean, I've played Deus Ex. Didn't you also play Human Revolution? Uh, I played a little bit of it. I played, I, I played for like an hour. I really... I want to get back in there and actually do it. Yeah, but. I want to finish Deus Ex and then play the sequel. I'm, I'm still. I, uh, I am afraid that I am just never going to be able to play a stealth game that isn't Dishonored because Dishonored <laughs> was so good. I have to. I have to <clears throat> get that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, Dishonored. I'm. I'm. I'm busy. I got. I've got Borderlands Two and Fallout Three to, to play through first. Uh, will Jarlsberg have a skill to turn his familiar, a cat, into a giant demon? No, uh, Jarlsberg is not going to have familiars. Uh, there will be a there will be a Boris-like situation there. Familiars that, were a recent invention in the in the Kingdom of Loathing. Does that mean Sneaky Pete won't have a, a familiar, or that he he to differentiate himself he will have one? I don't know. That's an excellent question. Mm. I have so few ideas i have so little of an idea about what to do with sneaky pete you know the, the i have that sheet of paper that got passed around the dragon con panel where different people wrote their ideas for what we should do with sneaky <laughs> pete and there were a bunch of ideas about like 
you know, restrictions and, 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 and whatever. But like, what I am missing is the sort of like essence of it. Is it not? Is it, is he not just the Fonz? Like, does he not, can he not just like hit a jukebox and it starts working again? Can he not? Uh, does he not ride, ride a motorcycle well, uh, around and jump sure? Okay, but how do you make that, how do you make that into a how do you make that into a challenge path? Like your skills are different things to roll up in the sleeve of your black t-shirt, and um, I don't I don't know. You don't need to comb your hair because it's already great. I yeah I don't. Different hairstyles, di- different. You different machines you can punch so that they work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You get, you walk around with like a there's a broken backhoe and then when you punch it it scoops up your enemy and buries them underneath a shark. <laughs> um. Cannon fire. Fody says. <clears throat> Let's see. To follow up on my mystic question earlier, if you decide not to have the mystic zone reset on completion, any chance you can be prevented from using a second one? I did this and was unable to use any other jars. Uh. Yeah. It's that's been dealt with. Um, I apologize for the sort of goofy way in which that operated for anybody who, like, felt like they had to waste a jar to reset it. Although, I guess, if, you were, if you're going to reset it, it's because you want to play it. So, using the jar would be a thing that you would have to do anyway to play it again. Um, P.S. The sign in the suspicious-looking guy's Chinatown reads, Big piece of cloth slash big hand cloth slash big towel and not <laughs> big sign. You probably want... And then four things that I'm not going to put on the sign, which literally means big billboard. I was hoping... So I think that it is weird trying to get a machine translation to Chinese. Yeah. Um, because Why didn't you just are, do... Like, you wanted it to say Chinese sign, right? Is what you wanted? Originally. Yeah, but uh, all of the... All of the um, all of the glyphs for Chinese had way too much detail to what actually about, express in that amount of space. You can't. You, I wasn't. You just. You couldn't just do Chinese. Well, no, because it's. Just, I mean, I guess maybe. the The more complicated a Chinese character is, the less confident I am in my ability to to just print it. Hmm. Right. I don't actually know what aspects of that calligraphy are important. Like, is are there characters that are differentiated by the strokes being in different directions? Probably not, right? Because when you look at it on a computer, it's just like a single line of pixels. But sometimes, like, you know, like the pixel, like, dips down on one side. Is that important? If it dipped down on the other side, would that be a different glyph? Yeah, probably. If, If you see a noticeable, if you see a noticeable... Like thing. I mean, I took a semester of Chinese, and like when you're actually writing characters, there is not only is there like uh, this probably isn't important, but the way they teach it to you is that you are actually writing the characters, like you're actually writing each stroke in a specific order. Um, so you know, and that gives you a very sort of distinct way in which you write each character. (coughs) But I mean, that can't be true. It can't be true on a computer because it's not like drawing each stroke or something, right? Um, so, but I think if you if you see a noticeable like tick on one part, that that is usually helping to differentiate it from some other radical. Okay. Radical. Elfin writes, you gain levels exponentially from XP, which made it so the level 11 and 12 quests were designed to be way longer than the other ones. Thought experiment. If you could redesign leveling up, would you change anything? If you design a totally new game path, e.g. Batman, would there be any advantage to changing the way leveling up works so it's no longer at the low end and quicker at the high end? Or so that it's longer at the low end and quicker at the high end? 
I don't know. I mean, with Batman, it might be interesting to just like do Get something completely. Yeah, well, to do something completely different, right? Like, you have stats that are not based on substats that you earn by killing enemies, but that are based on something that you have to do, hmm. right? Like, um, items that drop, or turns spent on a gym machine in the Batcave, or something. Or maybe, right? you so that, actually, maybe your stats are always the <clears throat> same, but you just get more and more things to put in your belt, or something. Hmm. Yeah, just something to, you know, something to, like, because if we are able to do whatever we want, why not just get rid of the, like, oh, well, monster level is the most valuable enchantment paradigm, right. you know, and just, like, try something different for, for the course of this. Um, you, you know, <clears throat> you get, you, you, the, the XP required, the substats required for a level go up exponentially, and the amount of XP that you get from killing a monster goes up linearly, and I think that that's fine, right? I think that early levels should come faster yeah. than later levels, because the other thing is, level as a construct in KOL is kind of meaningless, right? Like, Every substat point, every stat point that you earn makes you more powerful, right? The level is just a content gate or a gate for skill. Even equipping stuff is, there are a bunch of mid-level points at which new things become available for you to equip, if, like, you know, if you had everything. Yeah, level is um, basically just used for unlocking new quests, primarily. <clears throat> and, and, I mean, up to a certain point, I guess, consumables. Okay, that's true. We did. We did um, and 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 buying buying skills, which is the big thing, right? I mean, sure. that's the big thing about leveling is you get new skills. Yeah, <clears throat> man, I can't wait to do these skill revamps. I I like the fact that like you want someone who comes to play a game on their first day to level up two or three times or four times if they're really into it, right? Like you want them to to get that sense of of progression and then you want the next day for them to level up once or twice and then the next day once and then you want them to come back for two days to get that next level right like you want you want it to slow down so that they are they know what the the arc is and the fun is and that that like there's more and more going on right like that's i think that's a pretty standard and desirable curve Uh-oh. yeah <clears throat> i mean it's it's easy to look at that and say like oh well that this is the way that you get people coming back but i mean it's because this is the way that you provide a satisfying experience that people want to continue to yeah enjoy right it, yeah it, it also it it makes sense to me that it slows down because at a certain point you know on your first day you start out with zero things that you can do or one thing that you can do and it is super fun to go from 3 from one thing to do to having three things to do because then you've got all the, the variety of different stuff to try out. But, like, you don't want to keep getting three new things to do per day for 30 days because then you have too much shit that you can do, yeah. right? So, like, as it as it feeds you more things to do, it is also slowing down the experience to give you more opportunities to fuck around with the things that you can do. Um... I don't you know it's it's not like this is the only way that a game can be. You know, I'm I'm curious. The 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 stuff that I want to try with the Word Realms MMO is 
similar in some ways to to this, but dramatically different in some other ways. And I'm really curious as to whether it will be as satisfying. I mean, it, the the approach is still going to involve like, all right, what what do we what do we hope for somebody to to experience on the first day and the second day and the third day and then you know the fourth through eighth days and the ninth through fiftieth days and then in perpetuity, you know. But that's different than just figuring out what the formula should be for what number represents the things that they can experience, right? It's right. it's more like what is the world going to give them and what rate is it likely to happen at? Yeah, I don't know. Linguini Lad says, in a December radio show, I remember somebody suggesting to you that there should be spleen familiar introduced that drops spleen items that hit your spleen for three instead of four. The way it is now, the only good three spleen hit uh, is the prismatic wad. So, okay, so this is something that people always ask for. And when I suggested to Dev that this is a thing we could do, Jamelli grabbed me by the throat and slammed me against the wall and was like, you can't, no, are you fucking crazy? Uh, so I don't know. That seems that seems out of character for Jamelli. I know. Yeah, so yeah, everybody in Dev was like, "Fuck no," and I thought, oh, "Okay, that's weird." And I I don't know why it is right. Like, so I th- so if a familiar if there's a spleen familiar that just drops five three spleen items, that just fills up your spleen, right? And so you don't end up with any decisions to make about spleen. And so then that familiar becomes the only spleen familiar that anybody would ever use for anything ever, always, I guess. I don't know. My my suggestion was to do it, to have a familiar that drops three spleen items that yield very slightly fewer adventures per turn. If there was was a way to do that without having to fake some bullshit non-integer range or something. Um... But yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just one of those things where it seems like people ask for it and it seems like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. And then everyone who seriously plays was like, no, you can't do that. Hmm. Like, huh, okay. I, why? What? And now, now the people who think that this is a great idea and maybe don't understand why it would screw things up are going to be like, stop listening to those buttholes. <laughs> They're jerks. They th- grab you by the throat and throw you against the wall and are really good dads and cool, helpful guys. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, fuck those guys. Um, what's your what's your thinking on that hot stuff? I mean, I like the fact that I like the fact that there are consumables that are forced into different categories because of their size, like the fact that there is a nightcap beverage right like you'll drink something that's less efficient in terms of how drunk it makes you but because it doesn't matter how big the drink is for your last one you you always drink a bucket of wine (laughs) well not necessarily but i mean like there like you know what i mean like there's like there are interesting choices to be made in that in that realm um and so like i like the fact that you don't perfectly fill up your spleen from a single source that gives you sort of top tier spleen items right like that that makes me happy yeah plus you could also go oxygenarian in which case five four <clears throat> spleen items does fill up your spleen so there you go problem solved that's true yeah go soft core oxy that's the funnest path well it's the most popular uh, i don't know if it's i don't know if it's the most fun 
Yeah, okay, you're right. Because people, you know, people will do optimal stuff even if it's not fun for them. <laughs> Croft writes, is the carrot claret only drinkable through the thermos? No, I just fucked that up. I, I don't know how that managed to slip through testing. Hmm. I guess just nobody knew. Nobody knew that to be looking for that recipe, nobody knew that item existed. Yeah, I mean, it is weird that it didn't strike anybody as odd that, like, there is an item that all you do is use it to turn it into another item on a one-to-one basis. Like, that isn't a thing that we really do. Hmm. I, yeah, wow. I Like, we must have been so busy with other stuff that we just didn't even notice that. Not. Yeah, I mean, the, the most of the work on the on the item of the month got done in like a single day between Christmas and New Year's and then it was like alright item of the month's done Just fucking keep working on content familiar anyway I fixed that it just the carrot just wasn't marked uh, you know part of the problem is that we don't have like a report that shows us impossible recipes we hmm. do you just have to you have to go to look at it instead of having like flashing in the main screen or something because there, there totally is oh in the recipe spindler there totally is a button that says show me recipes that are not possible oh right okay i guess we do have that report yeah okay well we just don't ever look at it we, the content that we create now tends to involve comparatively few recipes actually yeah that's the uh, that's the spindler that gets the least uh use Richard Baby 4000 says, you've mentioned how people don't like to use combat items, so they pile up. Any thoughts about a challenge path centered around using combat items to give people incentive to use them? Mm-hmm. Well, it'd be rough to do a challenge path that worked through your own backlog of combat items unless it was like all combat items are free pulls or something. Hmm. Um, that's kind of interesting, though. Yeah. Although, I mean, what do you do if you don't have any combat? I'm you know, like, oh, sorry, you just can't kill any monsters. Maybe all the... The monsters just all drop combat items. So we would get rid of a glut of combat items by mm-hmm. introducing in a second glut of combat items. Yep. Good. Good thinking. Good thinking, Richard Baby 4000 and Riff. <laughs> um, also, thanks for sticking up for My Little Pony, Scully. I'm not a full-on brony, but I do enjoy the heck out of that show. That's definitely not like the crappy ones of Ye old, and people should give it a chance. I also forgive you for not uh, boarding the Adventure Time train. Maybe you need to watch some of the later episodes instead of the earlier ones. <sighs> I'm not going to make fun of Mr. Skullhead for liking My Little Pony, because whatever, man. People can like whatever they want. But I am going to say that he's stupid for not liking Adventure Time. (laughs) Lightwolf says, When I stopped to think about it, I realized the Jar of P-Zones didn't have any new Avatar potions for any of the awesomely drawn monsters. Why is that? Uh, That is because that is Hot Stuff's deal, sort of. I mean, Um, I I look through stuff. A lot lot of the monsters... So, basically, our... Our rule was we're not going to redraw any freaking art for um, for Avatar. Yeah. And a lot of these... So it has, to be, it has to be cool looking and fit into 100 by 60 or 60 oh, by 100. Does the, um, does the Yakuza costume change your Avatar? I didn't get around to making it change oh, your Avatar. I should. Well. I should. So um, of these, like the Lucky Cat statue could maybe be one. The Triad Code Wizard. The Clean Room Demon. I like that one. That's a pretty good one. The Yakuza Guard and the Salary Ninja could probably be them. And the Yeah, I mean there's definitely some in here that could. I haven't gone through the most recent ones to to add items and stuff to that. But yeah, I think I can I can make <clears throat> some more of those. I'll put that on my list. I am I am actually super proud of basically all of the artwork for this content familiar. Mm-hmm. Like 
I, I think that all of this stuff came together really nicely. I was kind of impressed with the the white bone demon you drew. Oh yeah, the the monsters for the suspicious looking guy one were the ones that I was the least sort of like. I was like, eh, this is just KOL shit, you know, because they're just like mostly dudes, yeah, so they're mostly, mostly just stick dudes, figures, yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I hot stuff will make fun of me because I've uh, started using layers. Mm. <laughs> I know. Um, I don't know that I will make fun of you. I I, I will. Or remind you of the time when you mocked me ceaselessly for uh, for telling me to use layers crazy on something. technology. Yeah, no, I didn't mock you for using layers. Um, but no, I mean when it when I had to do a bunch of shit where it was like, all right, well, all these things have to go into the same jar graphic, and I don't want to just have to spend a whole oh. bunch of time editing single pixels where lines intersect, and so it's just. I don't know. I think I'm probably also getting close to that like 10,000 hour mark with doing <laughs> doing art for this game and so now I'm an expert at making <laughs> KOL art. I am probably totally not getting close to 10,000 hours. Like I may be getting to 10,000 hours like cuz it's what like it's a 40 hour a week job for 10 years, right? Is 10,000 hours at 5 years? I don't remember. I guess it's 5 5 years at 40 hours a week cuz it's like 2,000 hours a year is what you is what you you sort of base a salary on, right? So yeah. Okay, so you can become an expert at anything in five years if that's all you do. <laughs> um, also, if you believe everything that Malcolm Gladwell says, which I certainly do. I don't see why not. That's another thing Hot Stuff will make fun of me for. I mean, I like, I like some of his stuff. The 10,000 hour thing is, is pretty compelling. Uh, he's also asking for a dedicated inventory section for Avatar Potions, which I can totally see why somebody wants that. Yeah. Um... I don't know what to call them. Uh, continuing to speak about avatar potions, any chance that jick jars could reset and skeletons could drop said potions so that we can make ourselves look like procedurally generated skeletons? You know, that was just reused art. I'm sure something else will have that, and we can make them drop an avatar potion for you. Um, what do you think about making all of the, says, swords of procedural generation randomize themselves again simultaneously every 11 or 23 or 37 days? I dislike that idea a lot. Here is here is a here is a rubric for how I will feel about any idea involving the tower or the swords uh, the swords of procedural generation. Hey, Jick, how about X, where X is anything different than the way that you did it? No, <laughs> you know that's that's like, that's the rubric. I would potentially argue with you about it in any other case, but this is literally the jar that contains your psychoses. So I know, and that, and that's why like, there has never been a, there has never been another piece of content in this game about which I have said this is going to be exactly how I want it to be, <laughs> and no yeah. one is going to convince me to change anything about it. And you know what? I could have just not done it. So you guys, you 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 get what you get, and you like it. <laughs> really, that you is, get what you get, and I like it. And that is the only <laughs> thing that is important about this content is that I like it. That's part of the psychosis. Um, is is, uh, is this is this is what you, what I, you see? Because I you never get. get to do this. I never get to do this kind of shit, right? Because no, you can't do that. No, you know what? Some fucking aftercore sword bullshit that nobody cares about. This is going to be how I want it. Um. I had an I had an idea today for probably upsetting a lot of people about how their swords are in the future. Woo! <laughs> um, cool. 
Yeah, anyway, no resets of swords. The problem, part of the problem there is if the sword can be reset, then there is a certain category of people who's going to be compelled to mm-hmm. reset the sword over and over again until they get something that is perfect. And that is not that is not the way in which I'm crazy, so you don't get to be crazy in that way either. <laughs> Man, you know what I would fucking love is if we made some optimal consumable and randomly selected one player who was the only person who would ever be able to make that consumable <laughs> and that he could only make, you know, 30 a day or something. And if it was somebody who never logged in again, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> because thought, that is, that that, is the kind of thing that I fucking like about video games. That, that is what I want. So you are lucky, you guys who were complaining earlier about how violent and a dev is and how they don't want anybody to have any fun with a three spleen item they are the they are the ones that keep this bullshit in check <laughs> I mean who's to say that we haven't done that dozens of times already <laughs> oh yeah I mean I guess you you do have access to all the spindlers now and you know how to do all the stuff yeah uh, <clears throat> let's see. The Dog Delusion says, Hey guys, I'm sure this has been asked before. I'm sure it's really low on your priority list, and I know this is really a C.D. Moyer question, but here it goes. The mall search could stand some improvement, or I'm using it incorrectly because I'm dumb. It works well enough for basic searches, but if I search for tiny bugbear, it returns zero results rather than all of the items that contain those two words. Um, moreover, what about search operators? Yeah, I mean... I wrote that search and I'm sure that there is I'm sure that there are tricks for doing searches that are both easy on the database and let you do complicated stuff like that but like as far as my knowledge of computer science a basic substring search like you're lucky it's case insensitive because I don't know how to do that it just happened to work like that (laughs) so uh, yeah, no, I see what you mean. But, you know, the way that I use it, like, I will often use spaces in a search term, like, on purpose. Yeah, because I want the space in there, right? And so, you know, I mean, I guess but it could be a thing like... that's what like, quotes are for, you know? Yeah, I mean, so I guess, you know, I could imagine doing a thing where it could, like, look at the search term, and if the search term was, like, plus tiny plus bugbear, then it looks for things that have both of those substrings in it. Mm. You know, because that's not not a big deal. But then you'd have to, like, explain that, and somebody would have to know. I guess it is not out of line for somebody searching for tiny bugbear to expect tiny plastic bugbear to show up. Right. in that search result like that makes a lot of sense but i think if you generalize that it does a lot of shit that doesn't make any sense and so Every as a specific example that's up. fine well no not necessarily i mean if, if it if it did. if it had to yeah. have both i guess if it had to if it had to have both then no if it had if it was matching any of the terms then that would be too general like there's a bunch of different ways to think about search and i'm not sure that any one of them is particularly optimal for all users right like there's people approach search in different ways you know you and i and a bunch of our power users probably think of searches on google in a very very different way than probably the average google user does right yeah although i never do anything complicated with google man my uses of google are just so like i've just come to trust it so much and it it just always gives me what i want yeah you know I like I will I mean, do I guess... searches sometimes, and then I'll like I'll get stuff that is definitely not what I want, and I'll start excluding domains, 
to like just knock those out of the search and they like yeah i mean i'm almost never searching for anything complicated and i think it trains you over time to like put words in the right order to get the results that you're looking for or whatever yeah. you know um but yeah uh, Feneldar writes, I like how all the peaks in the level 9 quests seem to give you items that would help with the challenges in the other peaks, leading the player to find some optimal path through. What I don't like is that no one seems to drop anything to help with the boo peak, though. Uh, that one is seriously the hardest, and even as a player who knows a little bit about the game and has a decent number of ascensions under their belt, I still feel like I'm not doing much better than brute forcing it, while brute forcing it and dying over and over again. Well, you're supposed to die. I mean, that's how that thing works, is how much of this can you stand before you die? And that's the progress that you make. Also, the there is a there is a circle of usefulness going in each direction amongst those three peaks like what you don't notice it because elemental damage that helps you kill the ghosts is not a thing that you think of as being helpful for finishing the peak because you don't think of being able to kill the ghosts as being a problem right you think of being able to survive that there is also an additional fairly easy to get source of spooky resistance Somewhere on one of the other. I don't remember which one it's on, but th- there is there is something in each peak that helps with each other peak. I, I, I am certain that the little diagram that I drew on the sheet of hotel stationery had <laughs> all of the arrows <laughs> on it. Um, eh, I don't know. Uh, RNG He Ate Me says, could you add the number of factoids collected as an option to display in your SIG or avatar builder? Uh, yeah, that's a good... That's a good idea, actually. I never think about that avatar generator. Like, so few people use it. Hmm. That was supposed to be our ticket out of here. <laughs> uh, RNG Amy continues. Also, on the bitching about the jig psychoses being one time only, I thought of a possible compromise. No! <laughs> uh, Doglord420 says, How come December's item of the month has so many trophies associated with it? I don't know. I mean, we just so much content. So yeah, and we so just had a bunch of ideas trophies, for trophies yeah. while we were talking about it, and so I'm like, yeah, all right, let's do a bunch of trophies. I tend to add trophies in big batches, and like all of the ones that we had thought of in that batch, where we thought of them because of it, because it's like all of the stuff in that grimoire were just like goofy, fun content things, and so it was like, eh, let's, you know, like let's put in. Uh, something containing a trophy is a is a way of making a thing appeal to another category of players, right? And since that grimoire already kind of excluded like the serious business players, like, eh, okay, I mean, let's you know just just put some other shit in here. Why not? Uh, Zixofudge says, "Why are dolphins fish? Would it hurt to reclassify them as beasts? Because a dolphin is a fucking fish. I know it's like." <laughs> The same reason a tomato is not, uh, you can't make a sundae out of a tomato, even though it's fruit. Because to shut the fuck up about tomato being fruit is why. A dolphin is a goddamn fish. It has fins and it swims in the water. I know it breathes air, but Jesus. Ask it, literally ask like a two-year-old and he will explain it to you. There are also dolphin fish, right? (laughs) Uh, why are spooky gravy fairies plants? Please don't say because they are mushrooms. Again? <laughs> what? A mushroom is a plant. I know that it's technically this, like, distaff branch of evolution that has more in common with a fucking, like, giraffe than it does a poison ivy, but no, it <laughs> goddamn doesn't. <laughs> Wait, what? 
yeah, fungus are not plants, right? Fungus. Well, are, I know that, fu- but, but giraffe. Fu- fungus, because fungus, the, the 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 diversion into fungus came after the sort of primary plant animal split, and huh. it was on the animal side, apparently, according to Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. According well, to the, well, according, according to, to the, Gladwell, like then. basically, according to the guy who will say. It's Tuesday. If you ask him what day it is today, one minute past midnight on a fucking Monday, and fuck your fuck up whatever question you're trying to answer in your head, the, the kind of guy who will say, see you next year when he leaves on the 31st of December, <clears throat> and the kind of guy who points out that a tomato is a fruit. Anyway, sorry, Zixophage, to just unload on you, but I'm unloading on you as a token of your type. Um... I, I'm unloading on the type and not the token. <laughs> anyway, a dolphin is a, a dolphin is a fish. If it swims like a fish and it smells like a fish and it tastes like a fish, <laughs> then it's a fish. Uh, Power Turtle says it had been a while since I wanted to ask a question, but I had a sudden moment where I had a cool idea and just had to ask. With all the new challenge paths, uh, where we could become al- avatars of people like Boris, becoming a zombie and the like, I have to ask: Has any thought been given to a challenge path starring Jick, the avatar of Jick? Kind of picture it being like the Herald for Galacticus. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am a lot like the Silver Surfer. Um, I I don't think that like even the psychosis jar was a little bit too far down the road to Vanityville for my mm. comfort. So yeah. Rob Mon says, in terms of the radio show, I really like the above-mentioned point about how and if your revenues change based on the quality-slash-player reception of the item of the month. For example, how big is the difference in donations between Elvish Sunglasses Months and Crown of Thrones Months? You know, I'll bet that there is not very much of a difference between those two months. The tradable stuff, right, is tricky. But familiars versus gear is, is usually not insignificant. Uh, you know what? I'm curious now. Skill books versus skill books versus other stuff is often skill books are pretty popular. I mean, the the stuff that is bound to your account, people want them and they are willing to invest in more of them because they are not tradable and thus will not just sort of be in the market forever. The the supply of them will continually go down over time, so that more of them are purchased, causing more donations right like it just makes it just makes a lot of sense so yeah i so okay it's mr store purchases okay so i actually want to see how the elvish sunglasses sold relative to you guys should vamp for a minute Uh, (laughs) i know blah 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 (laughs) (laughs) so what is this so it's got like a it's got an item id and it's got a Whoa, seriously? Is that how this table works? <laughs> I yeah, like wow, apparently you look at old old uh, structures. Apparently it does. Yeah, well it's just a row per purchase. It doesn't even have a it doesn't even have a quantity. So if somebody Oh right, because you can't you can't purchase things from Mr. Store in quantity. Yeah. Right. I forgot about that. Um Okay, so Elvish sunglasses. I look up, and that is. Oh man, this is going to be hard without actually saying numbers, which I don't want to. You don't want anybody to know what that item ID number is. No, I don't want people to know exactly how many of them we sold. Oh, okay. Right. 
Uh, let's see. So let's select count star. Star stands for a chocula. <laughs> <laughs> um, where item ID equals and then that item ID. And let's see if this chokes us right. Okay. So I know how many of that item were sold. And now let's look at the crown of thrones. It's 4614. I'm guessing the crown was more popular just because it was more powerful and versatile. It is. We sold an almost identical number. Wow. Okay. We sold 4% more crowns of thrones than elvish sunglasses. So, the, like... I, I I think the popularity determines the mall price, but the reason that the mall price of popular Mr. Gear gets so high is because Mr. Gear is consistently just not purchased by anyone. Well, so then um, do something like the the sticker summoning tome or something, the clip art. Do the clip art relative thing. to relative to what? To the, what you just looked up to the to those two items. Okay, so Tome of Clip Art. Man, I wish I had not closed that tab. Sorry. Um, uh, okay. So relative to that was the 5223. Uh, more than twice as many Tomes of Clip Art as yeah. Elvish Sunglasses and... Right. And, so um, that's that's uh, that I think is where the disparity comes from is like yeah. something yeah like, if familiar like basically if we have gear in Mr. Store we sell half as many right yeah. and it kind it like for a long time the by far most popular Mr. Store item was bad penguin eggs which doesn't make any fucking sense right it, like that had keep, more to do with the fact that, that but that was that was not actually true I think that was just a particularly it, good month in terms of overall donations but I don't think that that was actually because we, we did an analysis and, and you had you have always said that but that was just not accurate see I feel like you have always said that that's not accurate but you've never provided any evidence um, one of these okay. days one of these days I should just write a report that's like how many of every Mr. Item have we sold so I, I wasn't always logging it right that's part of the problem hmm. um, which sucks uh, all right um, yeah, so that so that's the thing. Like, and do you try not to release too many game-changing items of the month? E fax, copy, yellow ray, etc. So players who will be new in the years to come still have a chance at entering the speed game without having to donate a lot of money. Or is that point void because you want people to have to donate? Well, we don't want people to have to donate, but people do have to donate, or the game goes away, right? <laughs> yeah. So we don't we can't like lose sight of that. The the yellow ray we didn't think we did not sit down and say. All right, let's make some dramatic game-changing thing that we're going to have to introduce replacements for on a regular basis to keep people from being priced out of competitive play. Yeah. We thought, oh man, wouldn't it be cool if this thing shot a yellow beam out of its eye that just disintegrated your opponent and gave you all of its drops? Like, wow, yeah, yeah that's cool, that's powerful. I right? mean, that was that was purely based on the source material. It was, you know, like that was not a. We didn't think of the mechanic first, and then try to find yeah. a place to put it it became it became important once it became clear how important it was right yeah. I, but that yeah. didn't happen the player if, the if players had, are the ones who if, decide if we this, had right? figured out how important that was going to be before we rolled it out i probably would have strenuously objected yeah to i mean we probably wouldn't have done or we would have at least it would have it would have rolled with the timer mechanism built into it yeah right because i don't like having to restrict things like that after the fact Although, you know, I don't like it, but nobody else gives a fuck. Like, 
there was nobody was like hurt by that when we had to do the everything looks yellow thing. It was like, no, this is we're doing this so that we can introduce it again and not have it stack with all the old ones. Like, I, oh, okay. It always it always had a timer. It just was because it was the only thing. Like it was we had to make it exclusive of other yellow ray type. Well, right, but by by being unable to weaken it even a little bit, like being being unwilling to like sort of compromise on that principle of not wanting to nerf Mister Store stuff after it's released, like mm-hmm. not ever wanting to reduce the effectiveness or being really loath to reduce the effectiveness of something. I mean, people would argue that like nerfing the feather boa after it became clear that that was like the last vestige of like tedious stasis meat farming hmm. bullshit, like. That well, had to be done for the good of the game. I mean, um, are we going to do something about the stocking mimic then? I don't understand the stocking mimic. Um, I've had it explained to me a number of times, but it just falls out of my head. I don't know why the stocking mimic is important. I know that it was another one of those things like the Vivala mask where it was like, hey, let's just make something that does all kinds of ridiculous bullshit. Oh, this doesn't. This seems kind of underwhelming. Let's add some more ridiculous bullshit. Oh, it turns out that this thing is totally fucking broken, overpowered, <laughs> even though it got to where it was because it was we were afraid that people would think that it was useless. Right. Right. It's, I don't. Um... It, I mean, people. It, it's it. People both draw out combat and do just uh, just a ton of sort of ridiculous stuff with it. And it is. I think it might be the optimal familiar for farming in Aftercore and stuff. Like it's just got a bunch of stuff going on that I think is not ideal. But I, like I don't know how to change it without generating a ton of ire. You know, like it's yeah. it's become very valuable because of that. Yep. Uh, Stetherell says, would it be possible for Hanks to default to stuff I can use rather than everything? It would save some load and search time. Um, uh, no. I could see having it, like, remember your setting from session to session, but having it default to not showing a bunch of shit that's in there is going to create a lot of bug reports and confusion. Hmm. Confusion first, bug reports annoyingly for Jamelli. Uh, when you revamp a quest, is there any consideration in bringing hardcore and softcore experiences closer together? For example, currently in softcore, you don't have to open the hole in the sky. Will a level 10 revamp change this? No, I, d- I do not have a single bone in my body that wants softcore and hardcore to be similar to one another. And it like having to deal with both of those things as not distinct entities is just a huge, huge thorn in our sides. So, yeah. No, I mean, I need to make sure... Like, I want it to be fun in both softcore and hardcore, and I don't want it to take 20 times as long to finish a quest in hardcore as it does in softcore. But if, a quest, if I look at this and think, oh, this is gonna... Like, this is going to take three times as long to do in hardcore as in softcore. Oh, okay. Hmm. Like, whatever. Like, that's how it, that's because it's hardcore right if it if it wasn't hard it wouldn't be called hardcore it would be called normal yep and you know you can say that's not hard it's just tedious but bite me that's what i say to that i'm feisty tonight <laughs> yeah you are uh, a few shows ago you were talking about food with names inspired by dune this made me spontaneously yell pie halud just thought you'd get a kick out of that keep up the great work yay uh, Casey Wiederman says, this is this is running long. That's okay, though. We haven't done it in a while. Uh, 
Jake, everybody on the internet has made me very paranoid about using eval forever, uh, but that's how you run code that's stored in a table. How do you combat the paranoia? Is it basically fine? Should I go home and tell my parents that everything is going to be okay? Here is why they don't use. Here is why security assholes don't want you using eval, is because. If you are evaling something that is in a variable and somebody figures out how to spoof that variable, then they can run arbitrary code on your system. If you are evaling something that is in a database, people being able to run their own code relies on them having access to your database, which is a situation where you are already fucked. So it just doesn't matter, right? Eval is only dangerous. It's like registered globals with PHP. Register globals is only dangerous if you write vulnerable code, right? As long as you validate all your data, which you should be doing anyway, it does not hurt to have register globals turned on and it does not hurt to use eval. Um, it, it is possible that there are reasons about like compiler optimization and stuff that are why eval is a, is not the perfect solution, but like, you know, in a production environment, you do what works, and it. I don't believe that any of the objections to both of those things, either running eval or using register globals, are grounded in anything that should actually affect the way that we live our day-to-day lives. As it has definitely works. made the ability to, for my ability to work on the game, uh, much better. Yeah, and I mean, I would rather be able to work three times as fast and occasionally have an intrusion than to work a third as fast and everything be super secure. You know? I mean, because it's it's a matter of how much time any given thing is going to cost you, and all time is in the same currency. You know? <laughs> so this is just one of those things, like, we cannot... Chris and I cannot... Every time we bring this up to the server guy, the server guy laughs because he doesn't think that this is a valid point. But the, the amount of time that we have lost because of unexpected side effects of software updates is so much greater than the amount of time that we have lost due to people exploiting vulnerabilities in outdated software that it does not make any fucking sense for us to update the software on the servers. And saying that, I know there are a bunch of you out there wearing a shirt with the name of your favorite Linux distribution on it <laughs> whose buttholes just puckered because I said that. But the, it, it, you can seriously look at a fucking uptime graph and it corresponds with how out of date the software is. The more out of date the software is, the longer the machine has been doing what it is supposed to do reliably. So... You can eat a dick, you Linux assholes. <laughs> it, it is wow. it is theoretically the case that yeah, you ought to keep all your fucking software up to date so that vulnerabilities that get revealed in some old version of PHP GD or something don't get taken advantage of. But if the update, because they just decide to randomly change a bunch of shit, breaks your app, and it's like, all right, well, I'm so glad that we broke our app so that somebody wouldn't break our app. Like, oh, nice, nice, nice work. Good, good logicking there. <clears throat> Man, I really am. Why am I so energetic? I don't know. 
Uh, suck my baculum says uh, <laughs> any chance of some of the new level 9 stuff being made usable and bees hate you I'm doing a run right now and it really blows <laughs> blows not being able to make a jar of oil or use keepsake boxing uh, I really like the way this quest has a cap for low skill players and workarounds for higher skill players but it's not all that fun to burn 50 turns on Twin Peak because there's no other way around it well I mean there doesn't need to be another way around it as long as there is a way around it we, we just sort of decided that like at some point we cannot be beholden to every challenge path that we have ever made. And I had to spend 50 turns doing one of the quests isn't the same as I got my balls shot off. <laughs> right? It, it's because one of those things is a serious problem. And one of those things is that you had to spend 50 turns doing a quest because you were doing a two-year-old challenge path voluntarily. Right? And it, it, so it's... If we introduce something that makes it so you can no longer finish the game, that is like getting your balls shot off, and we will make affordances for that. Affordances? Is that a word? Sure. Yeah. Is that a word? What am I thinking of? No, I think that's right. Allowances, but... Yeah, that's probably what you were looking for, is allowances. Yeah. I don't think so. A furnaces. Uh, okay. Um, Tom Sawyer, do you think this is... Today's Tom Sawyer or some other Tom Sawyer? Uh, I know this has been brought up, but are there any plans to allow something, an altar, the traveling trader, some wandering monster that we can feed surplus, non-tradable, non-sellable, non-discardable items to? Maybe for karma or something very minor? Man, I don't... Man. The, the, the trouble is in knowing whether or not this is an extra yeah. Gruag. Uh, you know, Gruag is not a problem. Or the, the first one, right? I mean, it's... And those things will all have to be dealt with on a case-by-case basis. And, man, I don't know. We need to just make inventory better so mm-hmm. that it doesn't bother you that you're looking at a pile of black kittens or whatever. I don't know. What what piles up? I don't even know what piles up. Those mariachi chihuahuas. It's not like a, it's, it's like a few things. Just make a chihuahua sandwich. What? <clears throat> I was just thinking Are about you the idea about? of a pile of uh, chihuahuas. Uh, Vlad TP says, questions. Uh, Riff, do you think you'll do anything cool like the Feelies pack again? I enjoyed mine. I was wondering if anything like that might be a thing again. Perhaps even a Word Realms one? It could be a thing if if we come up with enough, like, in-game documents and stuff that we can reasonably make in quantity. I mean, I think we could make another KOL Feelies pack with stuff that's been introduced since that old Feelies pack. You just don't want to do it because it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. (laughs) I mean... You know, it was a lot of work for all of us, like that. But I think it was really cool. It was fun. It was I cool liked thing. the uh, like the aging of the documents. That was that was fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to get another house refloored if we're ever gonna do that again, though, because that that was, and I and, and in a, with coffee colored tiles too, because that was the only thing that made that possible. I guess yeah. we could do it in my bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah, we could just here. Really, we could just put the pieces of paper on the floor in my bathroom, and eventually they would get soaked in brown liquid. <laughs> on a long enough time scale every bathroom floor is covered in brown liquid (laughs) two why is my actual reality name so lame vlad tp's one two three is not nearly terrible enough to be enjoyable i know i got riff one two three well did you check riff are you looking at it on the dev server you're looking on the live server because they're oh i don't i don't don't remember which way that is i think i think you know i didn't understand what he was talking about i thought Wait, so wait a minute. Are you, is this guy saying that his real name is Vlad Teepees one two three, and his alter ego is just Vlad Teepees? Because what? Like, um, I can understand if maybe you were like 
you had just been born and your parents were really trying to get to the front page of Reddit or something, <laughs> that they would give you a name like that? If it makes them feel any better, on the dev server, it's a Little Vlad TP Zerino. <clears throat> so. Sweet. Uh, Nightval says, Jick, why is mm, what you say stuck in my head? I blame you for this. Hell yeah. How also, did, I was listening so, to the February. How did that become a thing that you have... I it was it was around. on Reddit it was it was on Reddit and and when I when I played it for Roy he was like how did this like two year old video suddenly come to your attention I'm like I saw it on Reddit and it was great <laughs> uh, it is so good that oh man it is so good the the, uh, the Saturday Night Live Lonely thing. Island the Lonely Island Saturday Night Live digital short uh, dear sister. <laughs> also, I was listening to the February 3rd, 2011 show, and Riff mentioned the new Fernsworthy stuff was in the hopper to be implemented at that point. Was that stuff trashed, or did an even better idea supplant it? Um, How often do you find yourselves with a project that appears almost <laughs> complete, only to hit a roadblock without any visible way of progressing? No, I mean, C.D. Moyer has been supposed to implement it, and he yeah. got to something that he didn't like. I think what happened is he got to something that he didn't like. He got to something that was really complicated, and he was worried that it wasn't going to be any fun to play. And so, at this point, it was like, we're at this, like, reevaluate this yeah. stage, and just nobody... Nobody I mean, has paid much attention to it. I, when, when you were saying that we don't use the recipe spindler a lot, I was like, well, there are some there, there are some recipes that we've done that just never saw the light of day. <laughs> <clears throat> oh right, yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, th there is all that. There's all that stuff in there, you know. I mean, it, like we could do it. It's just not. I mean, like, it just we need to come up with an alternate mini game for that. I mean, I don't. Last bit of it. I don't know that we do, right? Like, well, I don't know. Well, that, okay, we need to I mean, evaluate whether or not the mini game we've got in there is fun. Sure. I mean, I trust Chris's instincts on whether, yeah. like, you know, I mean, I think he basically evaluated and was like, "This is the way that this is written. It is extremely complicated to code, mm -hmm. and that makes it extremely complicated to like conceptualize in your head how it's going to play." And so, I think he's just trying not to spend a bunch of time doing something that I'm going to look at and say, oh, no, 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 man. We should never have done this. Redo this in a simpler way. Um, also, whenever the Merkin dig up their faux Cthulhu and the sea is complete, please consider putting some flavor in there for those of us who have a Squamous gibberer, even if it's a single line of text like, your gibberer chirps a noise of unimaginable horror. It vaguely sounds like daddy. Um... The Deathless Assassin says, Would you be willing to implement an optional setting that made your auto-attack fire regardless of whether you win initiative? That would be great for macro users. I didn't realize that it didn't. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, hey, Hot Stuff, says Casey Wiederman. How goes the coding? What's your background in programming? Okay, let me, let's ask these one at a time. Hey, Hot Stuff, how goes the coding? Uh, I haven't been doing much of it since Christmas, but I'm hoping to get back into it for KOL. What's your background in programming? Uh, let's see here. I, I started programming in BASIC uh, back on a DOS machine, and then I did it on an Apple IIe or whatever for a while, and then I learned Pascal kind of badly. Uh, good, Well enough to make a program that generated an entire D&D &D character complete with um, background and, and like backstory generated from like a list of stuff that I came up with. Um, nice. And then I went to went to school and thought, thought I was going to get a computer science degree, so I took... Uh, I, I learned Lisp, which was super useful. Um, and then I didn't. Are, are you wait? Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> what Lisp? Yeah. No, I I totally learned how to program in Lisp. 
Yeah, but are, were you being sarcastic when you said it's super useful? Because I would say oh, that it is. I was... It is very instructive. Yeah, but... I mean, I, like, I, it was. It is a great. It is a great language to learn for the class, which was the structure and interpretation of computer programs. Like that was. It was it was great to understand how to do a bunch of stuff, but I don't know that I will ever program in it again, right? Yeah, I don't know but, that anybody. I don't know that anyone has ever used Lisp for anything other than teaching kids yeah. computer yeah. science. Like I mean, they, they they teach that same class now, I think, in Python to be no to be Ada. Right. All all federal government software was required to be written in Ada up oh, until really? like the nineties. Huh. Wow, I didn't know that. That's like what Ada, Ada was like school. Ada was like Defense Department language. Just as it turned out, for some fucking reason, I don't know that it ever made any sense hmm. to do it that way, but that's just how it was. Uh, do you enjoy it? Continues yeah, Casey. Yeah, I like Wiedemann. it a lot. Actually, it's it's fun. It's like point it's like to a, something a in puzzle. Kingdom and say I programmed that. Sir, the artist's jar, the uh, the, the old chibi man buddy jar, and the chibi buddy are the three big things that I've done. I've done a couple of like combat items and small stuff, but it was those are the big things. All right. How have you gone about learning it? Are you drawing more on books, the internet, or examples from Jick's work in the kingdom? Uh, mostly for the PHP stuff in KOL, I've definitely been using pre-existing examples, and then I just start. I just when I need a function, I just say, "What would this probably be called?" and then look it up uh, on like PHP websites on the internet. Right. I don't. I haven't looked at a book at all. Yeah, I mean that's so many of my Google searches are just PHP reverse an array or whatever like just php right. and then whatever i want to do in it and then it almost always the first the first result is that man almost almost everything that i've looked up has been about arrays because they were not obvious to me like how to use them or work yeah them or it's, it's a it's a complicated thing uh what's your favorite learning resource what's your favorite function <laughs> <laughs> mt rand uh is clearly my favorite function Use that all the time. And your favorite learning, your, and your favorite learning resource. <laughs> exactly. Conjunction, uh, junction. Uh, have you been focusing more on PHP, MySQL, JavaScript, or all of the above? Basically, just PHP. Yeah, right? I mean, I've, because... I, I, I know some JavaScript from like my random web, like development stuff, but I haven't. I, everything that I've had to do for KOL has been abstracted away from the actual MySQL. Like, it, it is doing MySQL stuff in like a behind a function that I'm not touching, basically. So. Yeah, right. Because I mean, like, put giving an item to the player is abstracted behind a couple functions. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, will you be taking on more of the programming programming of KOL in the future? Do you have any exciting projects planned? I, I imagine. I feel like you're pretty excited about a project that you're working on. I have. Well, there's several actually that I'm thinking about. Uh, there's one that I'm that I, there's one that I'm working on right now. I haven't actually been coding anything, but I've I've asked for some some additional tools to because I don't know how to do a couple of things. Um, but yeah, I'm, I hope to, I hope to be programming more. I like at this point, like I'm I'm really excited about that. And uh, the problem is that I am so desperate to finish Word Realms because I feel so <laughs> guilty that we're already two months past, two and a half months past when we said we were going to have it out. That like the idea of just ignoring Word Realms to, to code a bunch of cool stuff for KOL makes me feel awful. So I just want to get Word Realms done, and then I can like make a bunch of neat things for KOL. See, I feel awful about working on Word Realms because I know that I should be working on KOL, which is the thing that makes the money that pays the salaries of everybody that's working on Word Realms. So I have more of a I have more of a, a business guilt in the opposite direction of your uh, sort of Personal creative guilt. guilt. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, as long as you know, it takes all kinds. 
Um, <laughs> bonus question: How bad are Jake's coding standards? It's okay. I won't tell him your answer. I that I I don't know. I, I yeah, don't have you, you a wouldn't, sense of you wouldn't coding standards. Difference. So there's nothing. Practically nothing is commented. So, well, that's actually actually that's not true. There's there's there are things that have comments in them, but like you, you do so many things regularly without thinking, you don't comment most stuff. Like, it, why would you? Um, yeah. Only when you're doing something really novel do you comment it. So I think mostly is a note for yourself for the future. So like, mm-hmm. I have to, I have to understand what something is doing when I look at some code before I can before it's going to be useful to me, probably. I mean, so much of what we are doing is really just scripting, right? So, it, sure. and it's and it's not, li- like, it's pretty obvious what's going on. Output this text, give the player this item. Right, like, right, uh, okay, right. I'm not going to put a comment. Output a paragraph of text. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm player... thinking specifically about the, like, array stuff. Like, when, when I was working on trying to randomize buttons and what things did like yeah I, I was trying to explode arrays and stuff like that and i was like not exactly sure how that works so i just you know i basically what i did was i just said okay well i'll just try a bunch of stuff and because it was all like not, none of it was public i could just mess with it like i'm much more i'm much more concerned about the future the potential future where i'm editing stuff that's like having an impact on stuff that's live like items that already exist that people can mess with like that's the stuff that I don't want to screw up when when I when I can just sort of in a sandbox play with stuff and like have PHP error out yeah which you almost out. always you almost always can't right because I mean we don't tend to do serious development work on things that are already deployed yeah you know well, one exception is yeah. like when I added this stuff to the crackpot I mean this is why I felt bad like people getting a second I, copy of the transfunctioner or whatever uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and it's like, this is, like, those things happen because I didn't actually finish my job before the end of the year, right? I mean, it was, like, a- anyone would tell you it was finished enough, right? It was fine. It was fine that I, you know, wait until the next day to put the factoids on the monsters. It was, you know, like, but it caused some problems to do it that way because I suddenly had to worry about, and it's kind of the same thing with quest revamps, right? Like there are people out there in various states of this. Right. And so this code has to account for all of those as opposed to, all right, well, if something got screwed up on dev, we'll just put a reset quest button on here. And then that's what you do. So like, just to make, like if I'm rolling out something completely new, it just needs to work. But if I'm rolling out something that replaces something that can have various states, it needs to work no matter what the state is. The the multiple transfunctioners thing, I just fucked up. I forgot how I forgot how something worked, and I didn't read the code carefully enough before I replaced it. Um, I mean, I've screwed anyway. up some stuff uh, by like reusing old item IDs, <laughs> which is ah uh, yeah, that was that that was it was all right. That was all right. Um, I you know I should have made it I should have made it clear that that stuff existed and it wasn't even you know I don't think anything bad happened out in the world because of that. Uh, there were just maybe I, it was definitely <laughs> live for a little bit, but yeah I don't know. Well, this show is long as fuck, and we should stop. And Riff and I should go eat a delicious yeah, Cornish I'm pasty. Hungry. Okay. Yeah. I bet right. you wish you were coming to have a delicious Cornish pasty with us. Hot I do next week. Although nice. I, I wouldn't mind Mexican food either, because I don't eat any of that out here. So, well, but, either uh, way, have, uh, have a good time. Those of you listening live, stay tuned for Video Games Hot Dog. Those of you going to dinner with us, uh, riff. <laughs> uh, be sure to put on shoes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night. Have a great week, everyone.